0: The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again the beginning of our gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the 15th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 to 23. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things, at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Dear friends in Christ, when we think of Jesus' words to Peter, get behind me, Satan, you are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. When we think of those words, and then what what Peter had just simply said was, never, Lord, this shall never happen to you. He didn't want Jesus to have to suffer and die. Well, Jesus' words to him, get behind me, Satan, they seem so harsh, especially since Peter's intentions were really good. But Satan was using an unsuspecting and unaware Peter and Jesus wanted Peter to know that he was being used. Jesus didn't dilly-dally with sin here. Instead, what Jesus did is he dealt decisively with the temptation that Satan hurled with at him. And now Jesus' manner of handling temptation in this instance gives us a, a good example, a good model for us. The most effective way for us to handle temptation is to immediately get it out of our sight or to put it behind us so that we don't see or think about it anymore. The longer we entertain a temptation in our minds or keep it before our eyes, the greater danger there is for us of caving in. Satan loves to warp our minds and get us to think that Sin and falling to temptation actually brings us great blessing. And he's a master deceiver trying to get us to think that way. So let's keep asking our God to help us so that we don't think lightly of sin, so that we don't think of sin as being this great joy in this life, so that we don't think lightly of any sin or temptation, but that we deal decisively with temptation to keep it out of our lives. There was a pastor who did deal decisively with sin and in his decisive dealing he called sin that abominable thing that God hates. Well, there was a leader in his congregation who, who... wasn't exactly thrilled with how the pastor put it like that, and he said to the pastor one day, Pastor, we wish you wouldn't speak so plainly about sin. Our young people hearing you will be more likely to indulge in sin. Call it something else, an inhibition, an error, or a mistake, or even a twist in our nature. When the pastor heard that, he thought for a second and then he said to the man, I understand what you mean. And then he went to his desk and brought out this little bottle. He said, this bottle contains strychnine. You will see that the red label here reads poison. Would you suggest that I change the label and paste one on that says wintergreen? The more harmless the name, the more dangerous the dose will be. That pastor's point needs to be taken. Sin is dangerous. Any and all sin is dangerous. It's Dangerous when we'd ever think of something as being a a little sin. Without forgiveness, any sin would lead to death, eternal death. So let's deal decisively with sin and let's ask God for his help and trust in him so that no sin is able to rule over us so that we don't think lightly of any sin. Savior for his forgiveness. Amen. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us always to carefully watch out for Satan, to deal decisively with temptation, and to keep on trusting in you and your loving care. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.